Good morning. It's June 3rd, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion of the book of the same name. Today's title is Discouraged. They who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. I was a freshman at Rice University in Houston in 1974. I had graduated from Holland Hall in Tulsa, Oklahoma, second in my class and a National Merit Scholar. My SATs were nearly perfect. In short, I thought I was, in today's parlance, just all that. A perfectly good number, really, 17, could be the chapter number in a book, the number of years that I considered 35 to be old, the age at which sex was an all-consuming interest, the number of billions the federal government borrowed in a week, the number of games the Dallas Cowboys won in the 92-93 season, the age of my Siamese cat, or any number of things. It was not, however, a particularly good number to have scrawled in red across the top of my first chemistry test in college. While the public perception of physicians may have changed in the last 40 years or so, in some ways it remains unchanged. Most graduates of medical school are not dummies. They may have the bedside manner of Bobby Knight or Donald Trump, but they're not supposed to be stupid. Even the average high school student knows that if you ever want to have MD after your name, you better not ever see 17 written at the top of anything you do. Rice's incoming class of 1974 was over 90% class valedictorians, and about the same for National Merit Scholars. In fact, it was a little embarrassing to have been salutatorian, even from an extremely academically challenging private school. Still, I thought I was pretty hot stuff. It took exactly nine days for Rice University to disavow me of that illusion. For you Top Gun fans, it turns out that I was maverick on the first hop at Miramar, and Commander Mike Metcalf had just ceremoniously cleaned my plow. Lo and behold, it turned out there were kids from all over the country with considerably more cerebral firepower than moi. Seventeen? I of course assumed that must be the number I'd gotten wrong. Nope. Then I assumed it would be graded on a curve. Nope. In the immortal words of astronaut Gus Grissom, accused of letting his Mercury capsule sink in the Pacific after panicking and blowing the hatch too soon, I had, quote, screwed the pooch, unquote. This was literally the first time in my life, other than handwriting in the third grade, that I had not received an A. It may seem silly to you non-anal, retentive, non-compulsive types reading this, but this was a huge deal to a pre-med student. Discouraged is probably not an adequate adjective. All of us have times in our lives when we are downhearted. Often it is the result of what we perceive as our own failures, or at least our own inadequacies. Had I been a person of faith as a freshman in college, a 17 might have made much less of an impact than it did. Why? Because I would have known with certainty that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139.14 Because I would have known with certainty that God had plans to prosper me and not to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11. Because I would have known with certainty that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. Believe it, even when life deals you a 17. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed with me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Psalm 43, 5. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you and praise you for your steadfastness. We can always rely on you to work things out according to your will and our betterment. 
When we are disappointed in ourselves, let your Holy Spirit remind us that there is nothing we can do or fail to do that would make you love us any more or any less. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.